Game Raven Review Podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and I am joined by some great individuals this week as we discuss video game movies. But before we get into any of that, let me introduce Puppet. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I am also here and existing. <laughs> and Taz. Hey Taz, how are you? I'm I'm great. Thank you both for being with me today. Day, and we'll be right back with what we're playing. See you on the other side. Welcome back to the GURP podcast. That's right. Game Raven Review podcast is also called GURP. Bringing that back for a little while. GURP. Um, with the segment "What We Are Playing," GURP. That can be a T-shirt. Bars. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> anywho, to what we are playing, we do this every week. Basically, just you know, talking about what we're playing. Kind of self-evident. Um, I'm going to start, and someone please put like a two-minute timer on me because <laughs> I have things to say about a game, and Yay. I will stick to Sam play the game. Ooh, keeping that streak somewhat alive. Um, so Sam played a game called Life is Strange True Colors. You know, big hit, I guess. People seem to like it. Um, it's in the Life is Strange universe where, you know, you had your Maxines in the first one and then the two brothers in the second one, and the one about Chloe that no one liked, <laughs> and now this one. Um, True Colors, which is with your main protagonist, Alex. And I want to better explain what her powers are because they keep saying she has empathy and that's kind of true. Problem is I know what empathy is and her powers really aren't empathy, empathy. It's more like she has empathy and can see what that empathy is tied to. So hypothetically, if puppets upset about something, I can feel that she's upset, but also can, also know because i can read her mind which is kind of invasive but sure that she's upset because her favorite game got canceled so i would hear that thought of oh my god pup is upset because game was canceled and that's what she kind of just goes around and do Mm. and i'm like that's fine i guess you know a little evasive but (laughs) no And so of all the other games, I do believe this one is the best one. Oh. Um, right now, people give it like an eight and a half to a nine out of ten. I think the writing's just better. It's still not perfect or great. I think it's just better. Um, the story is reminiscent somewhat of the first Life is Strange. Um, no spoilers here, just kind of reminiscent of it. Hmm. Um they give you the option that I saw some stories really be hype about that you can date a boy or a girl. And I'm like, that's great. Can I date neither of them? <laughs> like, like the game kind of points you in a direction like, hey, look at this cool girl who is just Chloe, but actually a good character. Oh. And wow. yeah, she's just Chloe with a good character. She doesn't have blue hair. She's just Chloe with a good character. And they push you kind of towards her. And I'm kind of like, oh, she's cool, I guess. Can I just solve the mystery though? Like, I don't, I don't want to. And then the game like kind of forces you in one of the later chapters, quote unquote, of like, hey, 
You know, if you give somebody like this, this special thing, they'll really like you back. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Oh, wow. Skip. (laughs) (laughs) And so I skipped it and it still forced me in the direction of the girl. And I'm like, "Eh, I just, I get it. That's cool. Again, if you people like, like having those relationships in games, great. I couldn't really care less. I wanted us all be friends because I think she needed friends more than like a relationship. Hmm. That's how I felt. Yeah. And you know, when you have girl who's like been through the foster system and honestly never really had friends, it's like I'd rather her have actual like people who care about her versus forcing this person into a relationship that I tried my darndest to not do. And mm-hmm. sadly, <laughs> still got forced into it. Again, good game. I love the purples and the colors. Um, I think her design, the main um, protagonist, Alex, I think her design is really well done. I actually enjoy most, if not all, the characters in this world. Even some that are supposed to be like your antagonist. But it's like, no, they're all just kind of complicated humans. Mm-hmm. I appreciate. And again, like the game is $60. And it's like maybe five hours, so you might not like huh. that part of it. Oh wow! And then there's like a prequel that's an extra twelve dollars. I'm like, oh, well, and that's with the girl who is not Chloe, but just better. Huh. And it's like, oh, that's nice. I I'll maybe pay for that later. Like, huh. I pay sixty bucks for this game, and you told me there's another part of the game that I now have to pay for a Square Enix. Wow. Is it is it episodic or is it? Yes, it's chapter based. So you get all of it at once. But if you want to stop or do anything, you can. Um, Just like all the other Life is Strange, you can always go back and change decisions to date the boy who is described as being a smokehouse in flannel. And I was like, (laughs) well, all right, then. Like, I, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, legit, he talks to this one woman and it's so funny because it's like, hey girl we want to go out and she's like now just making wedding plans because she's like he asked me out oh wow oh my gosh i'm like oh that's cute that's fun i hope you guys have a good life i don't want any of this Mm -hmm. (laughs) live in my loft apartment thing and i don't know serve beer to people and drink beer but again good game i'll probably give like a seven and a half to an eight nine is kind of strong Again, I'd rather not be in relationships. Story is pretty good. Mm. It kind of keeps you going. It keeps your pace. I never felt bored by a lot of it. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a good game. Yeah. Wow. It's interesting coming from, like, an indie, from the indie world into AAA when it comes to price. Like, I would never pay $60 for a five-hour game. Like, I even feel weird <laughs> p- paying $60 for a 40-hour game, you know? Because there's so many indies out there that are so good that are so much less money and so it kind of spoils me you know like i'm i'm used to not i'm paying i'm used to paying like 10 bucks for a fantastic game you know <laughs> right and that and that's kind of the kind of thought i had when i first bought the game of like oh this is sick oh this is a full price game oh wow like if it was like 40 to 30 i would probably felt better mm-hmm. again it's a five to maybe six hour game like now sure did i get all the trophies no because you can't get all the trophies achievements whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. like you're not gonna get them all in the first round i got I think 25 percent of all of them by not really trying to find them hmm. 
also oh this is another rant so like they never tell me what this girl's age is and it bothers me as well because when you have people who like you and want to date you and your answer to how old are you is i'm old enough i think you're 14 oh <laughs> oh what and, and i know she's not because she's working in a bar but it's like why don't you just tell the adult person how old you are like Three. not that hard of a question yeah and answering that way is classic like I'm obviously not old enough. Going to jail. <laughs> yeah. And then you find a file that says she's 21. And I'm like, well, is this right? Because math is weird. Because that's not how that works. I don't think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, she's in her 20s at least. So I'm like, yay. <laughs> I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, but that was me and my journey through True Colors. Again, good game. Wait for it to be on sale. There you go. Mm-hmm. Taz, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing still Konosuba Fantastic Days, a wonderful mobile game uh, that it's just great. It's solid. Uh, highly recommend those of you who are into the mobile games at all. Um, I Oh, yeah. For when it comes to like uh, like polls and like character collecting, it's not like um, where most of those kinds of games, you have to like get this many pieces to officially unlock that character. Because you see in some games, um, it's like you have to collect five or like a hundred if they're like super good character. Like, no, you just you you make a pull and you get the character, um, which I think is great. It kind of adds to this the spice. Not and like I, like it feels less like I have to pay money to actually get the characters. Um, so that's great. Um, I've also been playing some Magic Gathering Arena. Uh, getting mag- into the back into the Magic game. I did see today though that Pokemon announced they are coming out with a Magic the Gar- Gathering equivalent, or excuse me, a, an Arena equivalent, and actually going to be having a virtual official Pokemon uh, trading card game um, that you can play on your. It's not. This is not an ad. I swear. I saw. <laughs> you can play on your uh mobile devices and pc and i think it said consoles i'll double check that one um but you can just like play pokemon on the go because i don't know i'm like i don't you know i see people playing more like magic or Yu-Gi-Oh than like pokemon in terms of because everyone's trying to collect pokemon cards but i never see any actually play the game um and you know i i I doubt pokemon is ever desperate to have people buy their stuff oh yeah um it's also it, it says it's gonna be a free download. I mean, sure, you probably have to like kind of like arena. You have to like pay money to get gems to like get more packs and stuff. But it's definitely not gonna be a, a pay to or pl- uh, pay to win type deal if they play their cards right. If they don't get greedy, which I'm looking forward to. It did say coming soon. Uh, a lot of actually stuff came out today. I realized I was on YouTube and a lot of different trailers for things. Um, but I saw that today, so that's cool. Looking forward to that one. Um, but I'm also actually playing uh, Littlewood. This is a game that um, Puppet was playing for a bit, is still playing, and I kind of heard more about it through um, uh, Puppet, your panel at uh, PAX. Yeah. Um, being a nice, cozy game. I've cranked I've cranked out, like, I'm, like, a little bit behind you, but if I keep going th- throughout this week, I'm going to, like, get to where you're at. Because I'm just playing it at night at, like, 3 a.m. Just like, oh, I got to make sure my town is all nice, everyone's good and solid and having a good time. Um, and also like unlocking the mysteries of the kind of story. I, I just 
I don't know spoil anything. I found somebody from my past that also has the same condition that the protagonist does. So it's very interesting mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. unraveling that. Very, very excited. And I feel I love how there's like no pressure to the game. Unlike, I don't know, Stardew Valley, like it's a cozy game, but there's pressure. You got to do things or else you're going to miss it for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like feeling that way. Whereas like Littlewood, it has some events and like some holidays and you can only get certain fish certain seasons, but it's like I'm not desperate for it. I'm not like sure you got the museum thing kind of similar to um, like it's more similar to Animal Crossing than it is the community center in Stardew Valley. Um, but it, I feel I feel very little time pressure. I can just I can just spam going to like uh, chopping down trees for like three days straight without feeling guilty and just have that in my back pocket. So I'm enjoying Littlewood. I'm I'm very much enjoying it. I am super happy you got on that train. I think everybody needs to get on the Littlewood train. <laughs> the Littlewood train. It's it's definitely the most underrated game. I completely stand by that. And I do enjoy it more than Stardew Valley. I will also hold to that as Whoa. well. I know everybody <clears throat> gasps when I say that. Um, everybody at the panel at PAX was like, oh my God, did she just say that? And I'm like, well, <laughs> play the game. Throw I know, throw find it out. out. Yeah, play the game. You'll find out. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a great one. It's a great one. I, so like digital cards you mentioned, I don't get the, I don't get them. I don't get the want for digital cards. Mm. Oh yeah. Like, like oh, I forgot the NBA has some kind of like digital card collection thing. Mm. I forgot mm-hmm. what it's called, but it's like they actually put money value to a digital card. Right. And yeah. I'm like, but it you don't you can't physically touch it. <laughs> like, yeah. like with real Pokemon cards in my head, it's like, yo, I remember getting the packs from the Walmart before mm. you had to like go through Fort Knox to get those things open because people would steal them. Yeah. And <laughs> Or even like Yu-Gi-Oh and things like I don't get the oh my gosh, I got the Charizard that I think is really still popular. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, but it's digital, though. It's it's not the same to me. Mm-hmm. In general, like uh, tabletop games that have been adapted uh, to like a video game, like I've never really been into. For some reason, it's the. Um, yeah. Physically touching and holding cards is is why I'm drawn to that sort of thing. And it just it feels weird to be reading a card on a screen like that's weird to me. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've just I'm with you, Sam. Like I've, I've never been into that sort of thing. I can see that. When you get to Yu-Gi-Oh, there's as uh, gosh, I watch one guy stream and like this one card just had text and I'm like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad I walked away like a decade ago from this game. <laughs> Because it's just like condition and this card can do this with a special flip summoned backwards. And yeah, it's like, Yu-Gi-Oh's oh, gone okay. bad. I just, ooh, ooh, what happened to the spells and traps? It's not simple anymore. <laughs> I just want to do Monster Reborn one time and be like, <laughs> the deck has no bad cards, Kaipa. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <sighs> Simpler times. To- totally get it. I mean, like, I got my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I have some Pokemon cards, but I have like thousands of magic cards um but i i like i guess it's more of the opportunity like i don't know yeah the sports like cards i don't really understand because you can't do anything with them whereas like i love how i can play i can play magic on the go it'll be cool to actually learn how to play pokemon and play pokemon on the go without having to you know like 
pack up my cards and <laughs> and counters and all those things and and dice and lug it around. You know, we're in the future. We can do anything we want without actually taking the thing. Mm-hmm. But I totally understand. Like that was me. Like before streaming, I'm like, I have to go to GameStop to get the new game physically, or else it's not going to be the same. But ever since I started streaming, like the the efficiency and like just the 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 capability of just having it at your fingertips at all times, it's it's become comforting to me. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. that's that's an interesting take. And honestly, I probably will play the Pokemon card game because it's Pokemon. And again, I drank the Kool-Aid, the Nintendo Kool-Aid, like a long time ago. Um, so I'll probably play that. And I can totally see the draw uh, when it comes to that sort of thing, just having like a game at your fingertips. Um, but mm, The draw, huh? Yeah. The draw. Do you see what I did there, too? There's so many, <laughs> there's so many great puns we could be using right now. Um, but it's also like it's kind of like an event, you know, like for me, when you take your your magic deck with you. And you sit down at a table, like in a cafe or something, and you you are like playing with a friend. Like, I don't know. To me, it just um, it's like a full experience, you know, mm. um, rather than something that I do like that's just on the go. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. And Pop, what have you been playing? Well, obviously, I'm gonna talk about Eastward because everyone is talking about Eastward. It feels like um, the date came out, which was this last week. I had like three different people talking to me about this. We had two writers here at Game Raven, like fighting over who got to do the review of this game. Like it, I had, I did not know about this game at all until this last week, and people have been looking forward to this game for a long time. So. Um, it's, um, it's fantastic, actually. Uh, we, so Taz and I, um, I've been playing and he's been hanging out with me. And so, uh, you know, we've been slowly getting through the story, but, um, so the plot is this, okay. Eastward is, it's like an action adventure role-playing game. Um, and the story is that there's this little girl named Sam and there's this like older guy named John and they both live in this like um digging or mining community that is kind of like uh society is at the brink of like complete meltdown or disaster um like everybody lives in this like shanty town and um everything's like everybody's super poor and there's this mayor of the town that is just like super power hungry and forces everybody to stay in the town. And if they step outside of the town to whatever is beyond, um, they like, I don't know, he like locks them away and they get in trouble or whatever. And it's like, it's, um, yeah, like the, the way that they convey this, like, feeling of oppression and how you're just like completely stuck and how it's like not socially acceptable to leave the town is just amazing to me. Um, And the, the graphics too also caught me. It's very Taz, you described it really well um, earlier. Um, It's like very nostalgic of early PlayStation games which um, I haven't personally uh, played, but uh, Tazzy did mention that. To me, also, it kind of feels like you're in a Studio Ghibli uh, movie. 
in a way, just like with the movements and everything and, and the um, just the art and the story itself feels very Studio Ghibli as well. Um, yeah, it's it's great. Your weapon, you play as John in the beginning and um, you have a frying pan that you hit slugs with. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, and you also cook with the same pan. <laughs> and the cooking the cooking mechanism in this game makes no sense at all like i cooked dinner and i was like what did i what i'm so confused right now <laughs> um but yeah i i am not super far into it but it's definitely living up to all of the hype for sure so um in it it's a super small team that made this um they are from shanghai and uh, it's only, I think, three people on the team. Uh, Picks pill. So that's great. Oh, my God. I, I almost forgot to mention the most important part of this game. In Eastward, there is a game called Earthborn, which I think is reminiscent of like Earthbound or whatever. Um, and you, can, you have the option of playing Earthborn on this little like um, arcade station thing right um arcade machine and i literally played earthborn for 45 minutes straight <laughs> and i forgot that i was playing a different game i was like whoa i got done with you know that that part of the campaign and i was like wait what game am i am i playing right now oh oh right i'm playing eastward but earthborn is like legit super fun <laughs> um yeah, it was a, uh, it was really cool. Anyway, I won't tell you much more about it because I don't want to spoil any more of Eastward for you guys. But I do highly recommend. Um, the sound design is great. The graphics are great. The animation is great. The story is great. Um, it's pretty much everything that uh, you want in something like this. And it really it draws you in. And it's very immersive. It very much um does the same thing that like studio Ghibli films do where it just surrounds you with a certain feeling. Um, and yeah, it's, it's great. I did pay $24 for it, which I felt like was a, a lot because I think it's like under 20 hours of gameplay or around 20 hours of gameplay. And that seemed like a lot to me for some reason. I'm not really sure why. Um, and so Sam, when you were mentioning that you spent $60 on a five-hour game, I was like, whoa, okay, yeah, that's true. My whole, like, expectation when it comes to price <laughs> versus hours <laughs> of gameplay is, like, completely messed up. So, um, yeah, there you go. Eastward. Go check it out. It's pretty great. I've been playing other things, like Littlewood, <laughs> um, of course, and Doki Doki, Literature Club, and Skyward Sword HD and unbound and all the things that i say every week i'm still playing all those things um i'm not really one to sit down and play one game straight through i usually am playing like a bunch of different games all at the same time why not really sure but that's that's how i play <laughs> games <laughs> okay that's me i'm done did you get to my favorite part of doki doki yet with with your did you get to that part yet um well, I nothing's super weird yet. Um, although I have to say that I think I messed up because <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh, uh so 
yeah, I was like hanging out with Yuri and I'm like helping her out with these decorations. It's super cute. And she like shows me her knife and she's like, I'm into knives. It's super cool. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I go, I, okay. Warning for those listening. If you have not played Doki Doki Literature Club, just fast forward a little bit. Cause I'm, I'm going to say some things that might be a spoiler, but I'll give you a moment to go do something else for a second. Okay. So in the story, um, who is the, who's the, who's the main gal? Who's like your, your neighbor, um, Sayori. she's like acting all weird and like depressed or something. And then I like go over to her house and I like talk to her and she breaks down. She talks about how she has this depression and she just doesn't feel like, you know, it's worth living or whatever. And, um, I'm like, no, like I'm totally here for you. And then, like, later in the day, after I get done hanging out with Yuri, who obviously likes me a lot, Sayori comes over and was like, I couldn't be alone. I didn't feel safe being alone or whatever. And then she, you know, starts spiraling into this, like, um, it was making me sad seeing you and Yuri having fun together or whatever. And I had a choice between saying I love you to her, like expressing romantic feelings or saying like you will always be my dearest friend like after she expresses all of her romantic feelings for me and i was like oh geez and so i think i messed up because i said i love you and so now like apparently my character is dating sayori even though i've been like leading yuri on so it hasn't gotten scary per se it's just like ooh, that might have been a really bad choice because this chick just showed me her knives and also (laughs) monica like definitely told me not to like break yuri's heart and to be gentle with her and like that she doesn't open up very easily so i'm like why can't we be polyamorous in this game because it would be so much easier (sighs) so stressful i dare you want easy routes Right. Can just use my option of just not liking any of these people. Like I just, I just want, just want to go to school. Yeah, you're like okay, just trying to get an education here. Ah, leave me alone. Oh. Okay, so also we were watching um girlfriend girlfriend, which is this anime, <laughs> uh, the other night with a friend, and it's hilarious. And like it, like I always think this whenever I'm watching like TV shows or whatever about how the main protagonist has to choose you know, between two girls or two guys or whatever. I'm just like, okay, why? It's always this. This is always a plot point. And life would be so much easier if everyone were just chill and polyamorous. Like, I, it just sounds so stressful to be monogamous. It just does. And Doki Doki is also making me feel like, oh my gosh, you're making me be monogamous here. And it's stressing me out because I don't believe that's the healthiest thing for me in my life in particular. I know that some people are monogamous and that is what works best for them. And that's totally fine. I'm not saying it's bad at all, but for me in particular, it stresses me out when you put me in that position because I'm like, love is love and you can love multiple people. And it's stressing me out that you're forcing me to choose and then people are getting hurt. And then either I'm going to die or they're going to die. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that feeling. Nope. Mm -mm. Anyway, lots of stress with uh, Doki Doki. I can't talk about it anymore. It's freaking me out. <laughs> well, I'm glad you were ushered into the girlfriend girlfriend anime. That is <laughs> best wholesome anime of summer 2021. <laughs> um, where a boy just 
wants to date all the women that he loves. Like I, I see nothing wrong with the situation. Mm-hmm. Even if they do live in a house by themselves right next to the other person's house, which is fine. Parents seem to not care. So right though. Yeah. Like there was <laughs> oh gosh, I could talk about it for a while. But anyway, um, so I've only seen like two episodes or three episodes or whatever. Hilarious. Very, yeah, it's uh, very re- reflective of, like, the questions you ask as a polyamorous person. Like, okay, well, uh, why can't I ha- I date both of you? I just don't understand. <laughs> like, I will, I will give attention to both of you. I will care for both of you. Like, I will make sure that you're okay. Like, it's going to be okay. And, yeah, the whole, it's... So far, it's it's very um, accurate, actually, even if it's, like, super funny. <laughs> it is. It is. And again, I can also wax poetically about the anime, but we're going to move on. <laughs> and we'll be right back with the question of the week. Stay tuned. And welcome back to the Game Raven Review podcast, where we are now in this section called Question of the Week. Every day in our Discord, we ask a question, and we always want to bring that here to the podcast as well. If you would like to answer these questions in our Discord, please go to GameRavenReview.com. A link to our Discord will be right there on the page for you. And the question that I pulled for this week's podcast is which video game... Oh. Which video games character do you most wish you were like? I have a weird answer to this because I've always felt like this since I was little. Um, I've always wanted to be more like Link from Zelda because um, Link is like a silent protagonist most of the time. So he's like really stoic and like for some reason that has always been a draw to me. Like, I wish I could keep my mouth shut like Link does. Because <laughs> he seems so, like, silent and strong. And I'm like, oh, that would be really nice if I could do that. But I talk way too much. So, yeah, that's my answer to this question. Is I wish I could be like Link so that I wouldn't talk so much. And people would think that I'm like... I don't know, stronger and smarter than I actually am. <laughs> You're very strong and smart, Puppet. Thank you. Um, thank you. Not as much as Link, but... Um, and I... Yeah, anyway, that's that's my answer. <laughs> oh, you get to spin around and say, yeah! Yeah, it's true. Yes. Um, and I get to wear lots of different outfits, and my outfits, like, help me in life, you know? Like, if I wear my bandana, I can, I can like, climb better all of a sudden, because I have my climbing gear on. Like, I wish that was real. I just want to walk around and be like, oh, this, this cloak gives me, like, plus 10 durability for the day. Nice. Yeah, right? Like, oh, I'll just put on this outfit, and suddenly I can sneak past anything. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to sneak through this Starbucks, get my food, and leave. Yes. Taz, do you have an answer yet? Uh, I think off the top of my head, I want to be more like uh, Handsome Jack from the Borderlands series. <laughs> He's just so funny. He's so witty. And 
I don't know. In in Borderlands 2, like he's labeled the villain, but when you play the pre-sequel, you understand his position. Um so I don't know. I I I just I like him as a character. He's hilarious, he's funny, he trolls on the on the protagonist via just straight up in your in your radio waves. Just like it's like having a walkie-talkie and it's just he's just like yelling nonsense at you all the time and telling you how he's a, a diamond horse. Um, and yeah, and he, he like eats in he like eats his food chewing in your ear and your in his microphone. So like he, he just does it. He's just hilarious. He's funny to me. And I just wish I had the confidence to be like not confidence, really just as quick minded, as quick witted as as Handsome Jack. That's a good answer. Good answer. See, I didn't know that. So to me, Handsome Jack has always just been smarmy evil guy. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, which I don't mind. It's just you know, highly recommend though. Yeah, to get to understand him, highly recommend playing the pre sequel. It's not the best one, but it's a good story. Are you excited about Tiny Tina's thing? I loved how that trailer had some baby metal to it. Loved that. Love me some baby metal. Um, I haven't played all of the third one, uh, but I haven't even played the DLC for the second one. I think that had also like Tiny Tina's like D and D sesh. Um, I didn't play that yet, uh, but I love Tiny Tina. Favorite character, love Tiny Tina. Um, so I'm excited to see maybe like streamers play it, and then maybe I'll pick it up when I get back into the series. And but yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. Um, again, I don't really have an answer. I know I'm the one who picked the question. You would say, Sam, when you have an answer, I think this <laughs> one, not really. Like, I don't know. Like, what am I looking for? Maybe Samus. I I think she's cool. You know, I think she's strong willed and. Has the courage to fight all those alien things. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. roll into a ball. I think that's fun. I mean, that'd be <laughs> quite useful. Just like I'm late for work. I'm gonna roll, <laughs> roll all the way up the stairs or something. I don't know. But I don't. I don't know. I don't really have a good answer for it. But I'm glad to hear you all's answer. And if you would like to answer questions like this yourself, again, you can sign up on GameRavenReview.com with our Discord link on that page. And we'll be right back with the main segment of the podcast. See you on the other side. And welcome back to GURP with our main segment, video game movies. If you don't know, I sometimes also dabble in a podcast called Sam Said It, where my name is Sam and I say things, usually about movies and TV shows. I sometimes yell about the DC show Titans because just not good. Um, (laughs) But this week, we're going to talk about video game movies. And let's start off with kind of like a easy question of the what is your favorite video game movie? Um, I guess I can start with this one. Um, I love the camp of the 1990s Mortal Kombat movie. It's just bad okay. but mm-hmm. good. Like all the costumes look kind of not great. Um, like, but it's that moment of like I feel like they're having fun with it. And as a kid, it's like, yo, look at this is so awesome. And the music, oh my gosh. You know, and then when you see like the 2021 or 22, whenever the last one just came out, it's like there's no personality here. 
there's there's nothing here. It's just a lot of references, which is cool, yeah. I guess. It's a bad but movie. It's just not a good movie. Just there's so many plot <laughs> that are just bad. I'm like, who wrote this in a dungeon at night who hasn't slept the entire time? This is just a <laughs> bad movie. But for me, I will always go back to the old Mortal Kombat's because those are just fun. Like it's just big camp. And I I like the corniness of the nineties and I, I miss them so. But yeah, that is my answer. And Taz, what about you? See, there's a lot. I really enjoyed the Assassin's Creed movie. Um, less of an adaptation, more of a canonical chapter of the Assassin's Creed series. Um, but I think I might have to go with. Uh, mm, see, I'm, it's 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 a tough it's a tough one. You know, it's a tough one. Because uh, I mean. I'm not going to say Fast and the Furious because <laughs> holy moly, Mr. Miss, Mr. Miss one was about racing. Um, I really enjoyed the Sonic the Hedgehog movie for what it was. Hmm. A nice little prequel. I like I want. OK, I want, I'm going to give it to Sonic the Hedgehog, mostly because, you know, Paramount and all those cats came out with a trailer, had the most disliked movie trailer, and then <laughs> because no one liked Sonic's character design, so they changed it to make everyone happy, and they still launched a quality movie. So I'm going to give I'm going to give it Sonic. Good answer. Again, the nerds united and was saying, no, that's ugly. Put it away. (laughs) I don't know if you guys heard heard like the quote unquote rumors that that was on purpose to have us all be like, I dare you. Uh And then in the back pocket, be like, well, how about this Sonic, though? Uh And everyone was like, yeah, that's cuter and shorter. Right. And we appreciate that one. Because <laughs> when you look at that one and look at the designs that Knuckles is supposed to have and and um Tails, it's like it doesn't fit. Like you don't look like uh, these yeah, others unless yeah. they were gonna also look different. And I'm like, I'm um, thank you. Thank you, nerds all across the world. Hmm. Oh, that was sneaky. Okay. We wouldn't have okay. been the same to me. I would have been like, no, I don't like it. <laughs> and they even had the whole the, the Sanic meme reference. Loved it. They they own all all of the jokes in the in the movie of the franchise. And it was great, great movie. It memed on itself. It was awesome. And puppet, do you have a favorite video game movie? Well, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go classic. I'm gonna go with uh, Pokemon the first movie. Hundred percent. Um, all the Pokemon movies. Um, I love them. Not all of them. That's that's not true. I don't love all of them, but. Pokemon, the first movie, definitely my favorite. Um, And it just gives me all the feels even now. I've seen it so many times and it just gives me all the feels. And I just feel so empowered by that movie. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, I just I love it. I I'm I'm all about the Pokemons. So also I (laughs) I am currently deep down a rabbit hole and I was trying to remember what the um, Pikachu short was at the beginning of Pokemon, the first movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember, like, it was good. And <laughs> uh, it's called Pikachu's Vacation, and I remember just loving that. I haven't seen it in a long time, because I think that... Um, so a friend of mine got me this uh, uh, compilation of, like, the five first, like, Pokemon movies. 
Um, but I don't think they have any of the Pikachu shorts in them. So I haven't seen it for a while. But I do remember, you know, as a wee child, really enjoying that one. Do you remember the... Um... They gave out did they give out a Mewtwo card at the movie theaters? Yes. I only gave out like an actual Pokemon card and I wanted to go so bad. My parents were like, no, Pokemon's the devil. And I'm like, no. Oh <laughs> no, they it wasn't a Mewtwo card, it was a Mew card, and it was Was it gold? Um it was uh holographic and it looked like here, let me see if I can look it up because it it was it looked like it was like ancient runes or something. Right, right, right. Oh, man. Oh, let's see. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I still have this card, actually. Was this? Hold on. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, wow. like, looking. It's worth $50? Yeah, what? I just saw that, too. <laughs> Yo! Yeah, oh, I gotta go dig mine out. Wow. Okay, also, when the uh, the Entei movie first came out. No, I'm sorry. When... Pokemon the movie 2000 first came out. We went to go see it in theaters and they were giving out Pokemon cards then. And for some reason they were giving out like a bunch of the like legendary dogs. Um, and we got so many holographic Entei cards from that, from that promotion. Cause he like the person outside was like, yeah, we have a bunch of extras and this is like one of the last showings. So we don't even know what to do with all these. And so we like got a huge box of them. And so I have so many of them, but yeah, I remember getting Pokemon cards when going to the Pokemon movies. It was a great time. I miss getting free things. Me <laughs> too. Me too. Uh. Now, this question, I kind of just added while we were talking, and I'm going to try to explain it better than I typed it out here. Um, but Taz brought up something when he talked about Assassin's Creed, which is a movie that I saw, like, maybe the first 20 minutes and was like, mm, I'm okay. I walked away. Um, should a video game movie be like the game, as in pretty much stay in that story, pretty much don't, doesn't, don't change anything? Or do you think it's better for a video game movie to kind of do their own thing? Maybe do, like the Assassin's Creed example of he gets to jump all around <laughs> in the animus or whatever. Um, so basically, like, should it be more like the game or should they kind of use the name more like a Resident Evil kind of thing where the name is there, but it doesn't really tie to any of the games? Uh, kind of a balance, maybe? Like, I... I'm a big fan of the Witcher series. And what I do like is that they try to keep some continuity between the games, the books, and the video game. Or I'm sorry, the games, the books, and the TV series. But each of them is like slightly different. So it gives you a reason to play them or read them or watch them. Um, and I also felt that way about Game of Thrones, to be honest, between the books and the movies and uh, the books and the they are like movies. Let's be real. Those episodes are super long. Um, <laughs> just because I like more content, I like the whole multiverse idea where it's like both and can be true. Right. It's just a different variation of, of that character. And it's like all quote unquote canon. Um, it just depends on, you know, which story you're talking about. I, I like the complexity there, which I understand a lot of fans don't feel that way. They feel like, no, I, I, it should be all the same. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm weird. I, I like the extra content, I guess. And I agree. 
Like, I think there's a mix between those two things. Something that is familiar but different. Um, I think when, and the next question kind of answers this a little bit more as part of this question too, but like the idea that it needs to be a one-to-one to whatever adaptation, whether it be comic books, movies, books, whatever, mm-hmm. I think is a failure as a director because you're not really doing much. Like if you're a writer, you're doing a screenplay, you're directing, you're just pantomiming what you've already seen on a book or in a comic book where some things as someone who's an anime watcher doesn't translate one-to-one to a live action kind of movie mm-hmm. and i love dragon ball z and that dragon ball movie was horrible again 20 minutes and walked away <laughs> like it's i've never seen it all the way through but you can see even from the clips you see online where some things just don't translate over like some things like Final Fantasy, Sarah's not here, so hopefully Sarah doesn't hear this. Final Fantasy is great as a video game, critically acclaimed, some might say. But to see Sephiroth as like a actual human, hmm. like dude just walking around in a really long wig, it would look funny. Like, yes, I'm going to laugh at that because look at him. <laughs> he has that one wing. He looks weird as tall Japanese man is walking mm-hmm. around with one wing talking about his mama. I think that would just be weird to look at. While some things can be changed and made more modern, but not so far that you then get like 2017 Power Rangers. And it's like, well, this isn't really what I wanted either. I think you went a little too far. So I think it is a nice mix of those two things of like having some original ideas, but also to remembering your source material to kind of meld those two things together. And Mm -hmm. sadly, a lot of video games movies don't do that. Yeah. Has anything to add. You know, listening to you two, like it, you kind of re- like. I agree. I totally agree. Hit the nail right on the head. Like, it it, it all depends. I th- I feel like, especially the fan base too. Like, you can try to go s- the separate route. You know, keep it separate, but like the same type of deal. Like, so like different universe or same universe, different story. You can try to do that, which is where Assassin's Creed really kind of like. It wasn't trying to be Assassin's Creed one. It was Assassin's Creed movie edition type deal. Um, whereas you have the Dragon Ball Z movie. It was not one to one. It was like they had the names, but then everything else was garbage. Um, which I haven't even seen. I just saw a trailer. I'm like, what in the world is this? I want to see it for the memes similar to I want to watch the like uh, last Airbender movie, but I'm not going to. Because I don't want to, I, I want to say I did it, but I don't want to waste my time doing it. Um, or like you have um, kind of reverse adaptations of like movies to books to video games, where the Harry Potter like video game series was great. Hmm. I thought it was amazing. It's it stuck to, uh, and you know this might be kind of like interesting to hear because like everyone likes to talk about the books and movies of Harry Potter, but no one really talks about the games anymore. The games were great. It was definitely it tried to be a one to one thing, but like you can do your own stuff. Like one of my favorites was um, uh, what 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 was the one with the with the secret door? Order of the Phoenix when he was training all the other kids. Oh, yes, order yeah, order of Phoenix. Yep, 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 yep. That one. That game was great because you can like because you know as as games change and evolve throughout the years and engines grow and technology gets better, you could just like duel somebody 
like everything that i wanted to have happen in the movies doesn't happen because it's it's all just like plot and it's all it's for a magical movie series like it wasn't very magical to me um but for video games you can like repair stuff get collectibles you can do magic up the yang harry potter actually does stuff you can just like get you and your boys and just like duel duel people that was the best part you can like have straight up fights with kids that were like talking smack at you it was awesome um so as you know it's one to one but try to be like have some a little extra flavor to it it again it's all about the franchise it's all about the fan base if you're going to do something like dragon ball like do it right or don't do it ever um whereas the last airbender they tried to do it right but they tried yeah. to nerf some parts of the bending and it didn't make sense um so it, it's a mix it's a mix it's a it's a both and it depends on the situation but it can it be done yes should it always be done maybe can it be yeah i think so you got you know you got the rampage movies you got fast furious that's you know people forget that the games came first i think i'm pretty sure the games came first yeah because it was on playstation one way back when um but yeah, so directors, if you're listening to this, just <laughs> make a good movie. Just hire us. Like we we will just we know we know our stuff. I will read your screenplay and be like, listen, <laughs> this gas to go. Nope. Well, nope. I don't want to be that person in that hot seat. Some portion of the gaming community is gonna hate it. <laughs> I, I don't want to be in that, that seat. It's like the same thing yeah. as like I don't want to be president because I that just sounds super hard. Nope, that's okay. Pass. <laughs> just, Pass. I just want to be that. <laughs> my goal would be to have some not controversy, but like, oh, this movie still sucks or whatever. And then they go to the Twitter or whatever social, and they just see pie face Sam. Oh my and god! It's like, yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's me. That's the picture I want you to use too. Entertainment tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to use that picture. Yeah. I will give you no other. That's yeah. amazing. This movie sucked. No, you sucked. I made the movie. <laughs> so to the next here. Why do you believe it's hard to make a quote-unquote good video game movie? And I will start with my um, thesis of why video game movies are so hard to make. And I want to start with a little example called the Minecraft Story Mode game from Telltale from like 2015, right? Which was a Minecraft-themed story mode that Telltale did in their choose-your-own-adventure kind of style they did at the time before they went bankrupt and then kind of came back. It doesn't matter. Um, the issue with it is, is that Minecraft, if, if you don't know kids, is about building whatever you want to build. The Minecraft story mode doesn't do that. And with a video game movie, again, a video game that I can control, I'm having fun with, even if it does have like the Metagirl solid of 15 minutes of just talking, I'm still in... Like, I'm still entranced by that story because I'm the one controlling it. When you have mm-hmm. a movie, you don't get that. Mm-hmm. But when you have your Sonic, which I also enjoyed, and you have your Drew Carey doing, not Drew, Drew Carey, Jim Carey, wrong Carey. Drew Carey would actually probably be also good at that, by the way. But Jim mm. Carey, you know, doing his Jim Careyness was fine. Like, it was good. Like, it's, he's kind of a weird and wacky character. Sonic is running around, getting the rings, doing his thing. And when you see that as a good example, you have all the others, like the Mortal Kombat movie, 
that just has no character, no no heart, hmm. nothing really about it that that makes me want to watch it. Because again, I'm not controlling any of these characters, and the story of it is kind of stupid. Like, I don't get your power system. Why is this? Why is this working at all? Why is Reiko here? Why is Cabal here? Why? Why don't I get to see Kantana? All these. And there was one troll article that I loved. That was, uh, it's like a woman centric website. And I forgot the name of it, but um, they did like what? Where is Chun Li article? And it was tongue in cheek about the Mortal Kombat mm. movie, and just to see all the dude bros like, yo, bro, Chun Li is Street Fighter. You women, and I'm like, all right, guys, calm down. Oh God, the trolling. Like it's it's an obvious wink and a nod. Like it's whatever. <laughs> but to me, to give that personal experience to a video game is hard to do like puppet mentioned earlier like the the fan base of zelda the fan base of samus the fan base of whatever no matter what you do is going to look at that and say well actually um link is actually canonically um five foot three and um he he would never do and it's like all right guys we get it like I'm trying to do my own thing here. <laughs> like, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember Zelda, like Zelda was supposed to have this like Netflix show that was supposed to be like Game of Thrones, and you have people who didn't like that idea because like, but, 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 and I'm like, just, just let it happen. Like, again, if you don't like it, like The Witcher, The Witcher does kind of like I said, mixing of the two things, doing its own thing while also pretty much paying homage to some degree to the video games and the books. You can mix those two. I think a lot of times though. You hear a lot of references and not actual homages. To go, go back mm-hmm. to Power Rangers movie 2017, when Rita is in the Krispy Kreme eating her Krispy Kreme donut very sensually, you have her randomly say, let my monster grow, but the monster's already growing. It's, it's a term that you're using like as an afterthought. Like, oh, we forgot to say the thing to make all the nerds go crazy. It's watching mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat and saying your soul is mine, but I don't believe that character in the 20, 20, 21, whatever year that came out, I, time is an illusion. I don't <laughs> believe he would actually say that because he does. that's not his character. Why would he say your soul is mine? There is no, it, it doesn't feel genuine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It feels more like we got a whole bunch of names for people. Hey, look, um, Liu Kang's here and Hey, look, Master Chief's over there. You know, like we're we're gonna just name off things that people will be excited about without actually wanting to make a good movie for the fans and for the new fans that will be coming in because you know movie time. Mm-hmm. I have now stepped off my podium. I am <laughs> very passionate. Love mm-hmm. it. I would say my answer is very similar to yours, Sam. Like, um, it's it's hard to make a good video game movie because, yeah, when it comes down to it, video games are not just one story. It's all of our individual stories that we're making as we go, even if it's a linear story, right? Like, we still have our own decisions to make, so it's our own. And watching someone else and having no control over that in a movie, it yeah, it doesn't translate well at all. Um, however, I do think that Nintendo and Pokemon did a wonderful job when it comes to this because 
what they do is they they base the story in the world of Pokemon, right? So it's in the world. So you recognize all of the little creatures and all of the little creatures are, you know, accurate to the video game. They do what the video, well, most of the time, unless Pikachu's talking. <laughs> um, most of the time they do what what happens in the in the video game. But it's a completely different character that doesn't show up in the video game at all. Like Ash does not show up in the video games. Um, and that's brilliant because then it's somebody else's adventure and you're you're very aware of that. Like I have my own adventure when I'm playing a Pokemon game. And then when I'm watching a movie, it's Ash's adventure. Or when I'm watching the show, it's Ash's adventure that I'm watching. And he's going through the same world that I'm going through. But different things are happening to him because, again, it's not my story. It's his story that I'm just watching. Um, so, yeah, I think um, a lot of times when when video games get adapted to, to movies or whatever, it's like um, it's in the it's like the. Yeah, it doesn't translate well, like you were saying, Sam. Yeah, so I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, the only, you know, I, I do love The Witcher, and I think that The Witcher is doing a great job in that it isn't like you're just in the world. It is the same character, but again, they're expressing it differently. And also, The Witcher was a book series to begin with, so that's a little bit different um, than it being a video game first and being turned into a movie um i think when you throw a book series in there you already have like a a fan base of some sort that is the expectations already that like this is not my story per se i'm just playing through what Geralt went through and um yeah whereas something like i don't know pokemon or something people would be kind of upset about you know it not being accurate or something if you know, you are playing as whatever character you're playing as. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to get off my podium now. Tess, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I think it all depends on the source material. You know, it, it it's a lot easier for like Assassin's Creed or um, you said another one about like that being books first. The Witcher. Um, yeah, The Witcher, you know, a lot of source material, you know. But then again, that's not always the case because I don't read, but my favorite book is Aragon. Um, love, love the fantasy dragon thing. Um, and love the book, love the game. Game is actually based off of the movie. Movie is based off the book, if that makes any sense at all. Because they completely changed a lot of things, and it was a terrible, terrible movie. But it made a great game, um, a great, a great fantasy sword fighting dragon game. Um, but the movie is awful, uh, so that's not always the case. You can have all the source material you you need, but the second you decide to you know to to get creative, uh, is that is is where it falls, and that's where we see you know uh, Dragon Ball the Dragon Ball movie collapsed because they took names and kind of sort of look alike designs and then just got like played with played around with it and it did not work at all. But then you have Assassin's Creed or even like Sonic, Assassin's Creed um, uh, or like Sonic the Hedgehog with a million different games, million different variations. Um, and you kind of you nail it. You do a good job. You play around with it enough, but not so much where it it you know 
it's uh it, it gets in the way um so i think that's why it's hard to make a good video game movie is because you try to put in creativity but it'll just slap you in the face sometimes so you want to go as far as maybe sonic or the witcher not so far like the super mario's movie from like 92 don't don't do that <laughs> yikes freaking yikes <laughs> forgot about that one. Oh, that's uh, just so horrible too 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 much imagination for one movie <laughs> yeah there is such thing as too much imagination oh uh, and to our last question for this podcast which video game franchise would you like to see as a movie or TV show? I believe Puppet has something to say about that. Oh my god, I have so much to say about it. Okay, here we go, here we go. The Legend of Zelda needs to be an anime, I think. Um, live action would be fine if it was done well. Um, and I know that there was a Legend of Zelda uh, like TV show back in the 80s or something, and it was terrible. Um, but... As you mentioned before, Sam, Nintendo and Netflix were getting together to turn The Legend of Zelda into a TV series that apparently would be on par with Game of Thrones, uh, which sounds freaking amazing and would be awesome. But it was canceled. And I have some tea about that. I did not know that until today when I was looking it up um, because I was like, what happened to that? Like, I thought that was going to be a thing. So apparently, Adam Conover, who is a uh, a comedian, he was on uh, the Surf Times podcast, and he said during that interview, um, he said, "quote This is this probably means nothing to anybody, but it's a story that I feel like I can tell now." In 2015, there was news that Netflix was going to make a Legend of Zelda t- television so- show. It was supposed to be live action show, and it got a lot of coverage in the gaming press. At the time, I worked at College Humor, and we had a secret project where we were going to make a claymation version of Star Fox with Nintendo. (laughs) Then, a month later, suddenly, there were reports of Netflix uh, that they were not going to do The Legend of Zelda anymore. And I was like, what happened? And then I heard from my boss that we weren't doing our Star Fox uh, TV series anymore. I was like, what happened? And he was like... Some someone at Netflix leaked the Legend of Zelda thing and they weren't supposed to talk about it. Nintendo freaked out and they pulled the plug on everything. So basically what happened was somebody at Netflix opened their mouth. Nintendo and we all know Nintendo. They are extremely strict about content and leaks. They take very seriously. They pulled the entire project and other projects that they were doing. Like all at once, which see feels to me like an overreaction, but they had their reasons. So now there's not going to be any more live action Legend of Zelda. And I am upset. I am upset, everyone, because I love Zelda and I think it could be a wonderful TV series if it was done really well. And I think Netflix has the capacity to do that, um, especially if it's in like a Game of Thrones kind of style. Um that would be very cool. Um, and we are no longer going to have that. Um, I did read, though, however, that um, the, they are still uh, planning to do a Super Mario Bros. movie um, with the creator of Mario. Um, and, like, Nintendo's starting to soften up a little bit when it comes to 
their like quote unquote visual content that they want to release. So maybe Legend of Zelda will come back. I don't know. But whoever it was that messed it up for all of us, I'm just really upset about. So there you go. That's my tea. My answer to this question is The Legend of Zelda. And I'm upset that it just didn't happen. Follow up question. Would you want Link to talk? Or would the people around him, as you do, say all the words kind of for him? I would want him to talk, but to be reserved. Because he does talk. You just never hear him talk. Um, like for, I don't know, for example, I'm playing Skyward Sword right now. And there are times when he's like having to explain a situation because he's directly asked about it. And it just kind of like pans away from him and you can see his mouth moving and he's like actually talking, but you never hear his voice. Um, I would be fine with that because that, you know, that's good. Just keep to the strong, silent type personality and i'm happy um i know it would be like uh unreasonable to have like him not talk at all because <laughs> that's not true like he he's he's not mute he he can talk he does talk he just prefers not to talk <laughs> and that's kind of like yeah that's just who he is as a character nice nice guys what about you i would love a Bioshock movie. Hmm. Um, maybe a, a trilogy following the games. That'd be fun. Uh, the, the third movie, probably not, because there's a giant like kind of plot twist involved in that one. Um, but I think cine- like the first two cinematically in like it would be a very dark sci-fi movie. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be awesome. Um, Because we have like, we technically have like images of what the protagonist looks like uh, for the first one. And I mean, you're a big daddy in the second one the whole time. Um, But I think it'd just be, it'd just be interesting. It'd be very, I mean, there's a plot twist in the first one too, but I think cinematically, I think it would do well. It would just be a nice, scary, not necessarily like, you know, it doesn't have to be, it wouldn't be a horror per se. It would just be a lot of anticipation, a lot of, a lot of spooks, but not horror, technically. Honestly, I wanted to be, unless we wanted to go that route. It's a difference between like PG-13 or like rated R for a movie. But I would love a Bioshock, either single movie or trilogy. More suspenseful and thriller versus. Yes, yes. Thank you. I was looking for that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get that. Like, I can just see the, oh, the big dad would be so. Like I wanted Big Dad to be practical, like with yeah, some right. CG on it, but like just hearing that thumping around, oh goodness, that would yeah. be awesome. Did you, they released? Did you see that they released like concept pics of what it, like a person looks like inside of a Big Daddy suit? Oh no, it's horrifying. <laughs> it is horrifying to look at, but it's a, it's official from like 2K and like the Bioshock team, so it's scary. I would like a Samus movie, honestly, like uh, in a aliens kind Ooh. of theme. Cool. I think that would be nice. Uh, and also, it wouldn't have to be live action unless we wanted to make it that. Like, I, I dislike Hollywood's view on it's animated, so it's for children, because that's not how animation really works anymore. Mm-hmm. When you have your Family Guys that was on for like five decades, and your Simpsons that are not for children, you can make an animation 
and still make it, you know, for your older teens and adults. And that can still be a good movie. Anime does it all the time. You know, you look at Japan, Japan's throwing out all these, again, great animations. And you're like, oh, those must be for kids. Like, no, like it's opposite of that, actually. <laughs> like that Witcher anime, not for kids. Mm, yeah. um, the Castlevania anime, not for kids. Like this is just because, again, it's anime doesn't mean it has to be for children. Um, but yeah, I would love to see. <laughs> you know, also would love to see. I would love to see also like a a Super Smash like movie or something. Like I would think that'd be kind of fun, like in a Wreck It Ralph kind of way, where they're just interacting with each other. Like, oh hey, there goes the fifteenth Fire Emblem character again. Oh, another sword character. Like I would love to see that. Uh, like, I don't know what the artist's name is, but I see it on Instagram. Like they have a full like con- like webcomic series of of exactly what you're talking about of like the entire smash bros crew what they do like when they're not you know brawling it out they're just at a, a big mansion and they're just doing a bunch of shenanigans oh i gotta look that up i would love that and then like the big yeah. joke is just waluigi is always outside just just looking in. yeah never <laughs> <to get it. laughs> oh is that goku hey go oh goku got in huh oh wow crazy <laughs> Yes, I'll still be here as an assist trophy. Oh, man. But that wraps up this week, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Game Raven Review podcast. I've been your host, Sam, and you can find me on all social media under Sam Said It DFW. Puppet, where can they find you? I am Puppet Master N. That's Puppet Master E-N. And you can find me on all the socials under that tag. And I'm also on Twitch. I stream indies on uh, Friday nights on the Game Raven Review channel. And then I'm over on my own channel on Saturdays and Sundays. And then I'm back again on uh, Game Raven Review for Monday night for Raven Parties. So come check me out. It's It's a good time. And Taz, what are your social meds? My social meds, you can find me at TazTDevil3 on all social platforms. I do stream on Twitch every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday on my own channel, streaming a bunch of a variety of things, as well as the on Wednesdays, the Game Room Review Twitch channel, streaming uh, some of the latest and greatest in indies also. And as always, you can find us on Twitter and Twitch under the Game Raven Review and GameRavenReview.com and join our Discord. Until next time, have a fantastic week. Goodbye. Game, Game